0: I've done, I think, probably, probably close to a hundred podcast fellas, and, and I've never asked them to take anything out yet. So, but yeah, I've been, been, been all over the place doing them. But um, it, when, when we first started Offended, it was, um, it was our, uh, w- one of the things we used to get us out there, really. We don't doing as much nowadays, I don't have as much time. But, but yeah, we did did loads to start off with. Just because we we figured out that if you chat enough shit on the internet, people start to know who you are. So,
1: that's, that's the best sort of thing we're isn't trying it? to build up here. But um, yeah, obviously, yeah. we're very
0: early stages yeah fresh out yeah
2: yeah fresh out of the uni yeah 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 cool
0: what's well, so what, what 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 is it what, what is it then explain it to me explain like the premise and and what you're you're trying to build
2: so i'm kind of trying to bridge the gap between people trying to break their way in and yeah. people who have got like industry knowledge and then kind of get yeah. like almost like a hand it's almost like a hands-on experience then because it's like you're getting like the internship yeah. kind of vibe but without having to like go through all the process and stuff
1: yeah yeah, I've seen a lot yeah. of marketing podcasts and things like that. They're all over the place, obviously. But I've not yeah. seen anything done by young people like us. So to yeah, really yeah, get yeah. that perspective. It's true. Of, well, true. You know, sort of, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's our, our USP. is sort of our naivety in a way.
0: Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it needs to be done. And fuck internships, fellas, as well. Any agencies that do unpaid internships, don't go near them with a shitty stick. That's what we're looking
1: for, Unpaid is, is not happening. That's yeah, not the fuck way. Fucking fuck <laughs> paid,
0: fucking paid. You've got to be able to survive yeah. that as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get money, get money for your skills, man.
1: But so in uh, looking you up online, the first thing we noticed yeah. is like your your reputation and this like, I don't give a fuck attitude, which is yeah. like really- Sick, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's it's sick. Refreshing. It's refreshing.
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I give, I, I do give a fuck. Um, I probably give a fuck about different things though. Um, so I don't give a fuck about what my industry peers think because most of them talk shit. Um, because generally, uh, uh, they they've all been stuck inside a, a, a corporate box and they don't have any new ideas. And they've all been been flogging the same uh, dead marketing t- uh, you know tactics and techniques since since the dawn of time. So. Um, I, think, I think doing anything you can to steer clear of the of, of the standard market practices will, will, will take you far. So um, I don't care what people like that think. I don't care what um, all these big market award ceremonies and, 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 you know, where you go and basically fucking pay for a table and, and somehow get an award. Um, you know, I'm not interested in impressing them either. Um, the only people I'm interested in impressing really are the people we hire, our team, because it's massively important that, 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 that they're bought in and they're bought into this way of doing things. And um, So what do, you, uh, thinking, what do you look for when you're hiring people? Um, thinking outside the box, right? Which is why um, most of our team are really young, right? And even the ones that are getting a bit older now have been with us a, a couple of years. Um, we, we got them when they were young. There's very little marketing agency experience in our marketing agency. And I think that's the beauty of it. Um, because, because a lot of marketing agencies, like I say, they're just, they're stuck in one box. Yeah. And I think if you, uh, so for instance, we, we, have interviewed loads of people from people who've written ads for Ford, people who've written ads for Apple, right? Shit. Honestly, absolutely dog shit because they can't think differently. All they've got is one method of thinking, one mode of thinking for, 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 for 10 years, right? um and 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 getting young people with fresh ideas the, the, the biggest thing is that, that like i say you have to be a bit weird to think outside the box yeah um you have to be someone that always questions why so my team are a pain in the ass right they never listen to me they always question what i'm telling them right, it does my fucking head in but i wouldn't have it any other way if i had people that were just yes people we'd never do anything different um no, would you fuck? Yeah, so you, so 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 we look for people that are that are different, that think outside outside the box. You look at our team, right? It's like the fucking, it's like the cast of Hills Have Eyes, right? It's absolutely, you know, they're all they they all look weird, they are all strange, they all think strange, they all do weird shit on a weekend. But but they all have the best ideas, and they're all they all come up with stuff that that probably hasn't been seen before in in advertising and marketing, which is what we're after. I don't care about experience, fellas. Like, I, I don't care if you're 50 or, or you're fucking 18. All I care about is that the ideas are fresh and they're good, and that's it.
1: Well, that's what it's all about, right, is yeah. ideas, yeah. and that's why we, we named newspapers. the podcast that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, 100%, 100%. I'm glad 100%. you guys think that, you know, as well, because I've been hammering, it, hammering people for years, right? Because what the marketing industry will tell you, right, and what, what, what university will tell you as well and, and, and education is that um, it's, not, it's not about the idea, it's about the ex- execution, right, that's what they say, right, fuck the execution, right, because a, a, a really uh, good, a really average idea, uh, sorry, a really good idea, sorry, uh, executed averagely will always outperform um, a really shit idea executed really well, so you can have, because there, there are loads of videographers about, there are loads of uh, graphic designers about, loads of writers about, loads of people who can write and design polished stuff, right, that looks nice, aesthetically pleasing stuff, but there aren't a lot of people who can come up with ideas that haven't been seen before and not only come up with ideas that haven't been seen before do that consistently so it's that consistent idea because ideas are currency in marketing right and, and and it's not all about the execution the idea is absolutely massively important and 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 we don't have a lot of people in the market industry nowadays who, who come up with good ideas because because coming up with good ideas is a skill it's a skill to be practiced not unfortunately this is the other thing as well not everyone has good ideas either
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's just just like knowing whether or not it is a good idea as well as part of the skill, because... Exactly. Sometimes you you just keep coming up with random stuff, but to actually then know... What one to pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing is, what I'd say to that is you only get a certain amount of insight into that. There's always going to be an element of guesswork, right? Because you're never really going to know. You're never going to know 100% whether your audience is going to react well to what you're putting out right and you also don't know it just because something's done well in the past doesn't mean the audience will react the same way to it and if you carry on doing it so it's it marketing is always a little bit of guesswork right it's it's never going to be a a completely exact science um but but that's the beauty of it that's the fun of it right but i think with the more more experience you have and the more you understand your audience the, the better you get at picking good ideas just developing a skill like anything else yeah
1: yeah for sure so Another thing when I looked you up online uh, is I saw this article about you and then there was this picture of you uh, with a cake saying 50 posts banned on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear the story yeah. behind that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, to, to be honest, I was, just, I was just really pissed off that day. They'd taken down another post. To be fair, to be fair, the post that they took down with the front, front cover, I think it was called something like squashy marketing bollocks. And I think there was a a, a shoe squashing a pair of testicles. And so, yeah, of course it's going to get taken down. But it got taken down. Um, uh, I was annoyed about it. um, And I just thought, you know what, fuck this. I'll I'll count up how many posts I've actually had removed. Because you can still see them in my posts. It's just that people externally can't see them. Um, And and I put them all together. I put them all together to the point where um, when I get to 100, I'm going to put them in a book and I'm going to call it what not to write on LinkedIn or something like that, you know, and explain the, what, what I did behind all the posts and how to get them removed. Um, but yeah, you've got to be careful nowadays on LinkedIn though. You don't want, to, don't want to get too many posts removed because they'll remove you permanently. So I've had to tone my stuff down a little bit. So no more bollocks, no more dick dick drawing, none of that. It's not like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's helping getting you noticed, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's what I'm you've to got to stand yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Exactly, exactly. I mean, one of the ones we did, we, did a, we once did, um, uh, when they first brought slideshows into LinkedIn to celebrate, I think we'd only got to our first, it was something, we, it was early, we'd only got to our first thousand followers or something on LinkedIn on, um, on our company page, and uh, we put a slideshow together, which was, which was basically 100 pages, but it was just one continuous long shaft. And then you got right to the end of the hundred page and the and the, the bell end was Boris's head. So we had people <laughs> swiping this swiping his penis for ages. Just uh, stuff staff and it, and, it, and it blew up, but that got removed eventually. Well, though, so, I guess yeah. it, all, like, it gets
2: loads of engagement because 'cause they're going through the post for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he kept, just kept saying, Oh, it feels really good that I keep swiping and people were like, What the fuck is this? And then it got to the end, it was just Boris's head as a as a bell end, but yeah. So not really sure what the point of it was. <laughs>
1: The way that I found you was from a recent post that you did uh, saying that there was more money in renting out pedalos than getting into marketing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> which, it's true. Which I love the story behind that. Maybe perhaps that was one of the more toned down ones, but still uh, yeah, very yeah. inspiring to people like us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, the thing is, it is. I, I think if people are going in, into marketing to, to, because they want to get rich, it's probably not the right... I've been I've been doing this now, you know. I started copywriting like ten years ago. Okay, so, and now I've got my own agency that we've had for two years. It's doing well, and you know, it's a successful agency. How we we've got ten people on our books, you know, and we're 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 gradually growing more and more. Um, but but I'm not at the stage where we're we're making you know crazy money. Um, you know, I'm not going buying holiday homes. I'm still living in a in a one bed house with my missus and a, and two really annoying dogs. Um. <sighs> And 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 the reality is 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 you're not going to make really quick cash off it. You want to go and be a fucking, you know, some dodgy knobhead like an insurance salesman or a recruitment consultant and make That's a shit, shit ton of commission. You might get you might make a lot more money than we will in the next few years. Yeah. But I think it's more of a, I mean I hate the word passion because it's just fucking flung around left right and center in it. But it, it is more of a passion thing. It's it, you you've got to love to do this. And I say that this is the other thing that we look for when people come into our, into our team. It's, it's Do you fucking love it? Like, if I've got a young person coming in with no experience, I don't give a fuck about that, but if you've been designing ads in your own time or writing shit or coming up with crazy ideas or building your own social media following, now I'm interested because that means you get, you give a fuck out outside of earning money off it. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And I think, that's really, I think that's really important in this industry because you're not guaranteed to make anything. Trust me, I, I know some brilliant, brilliant copywriters... Who I think are still sat on like thirty grand. They've been doing it for thirty years. It's like you know, you know what I mean? it's fucking grand a year. <laughs> it's it's rubbish. Um, but but some people make loads of money off it. But but you, that that shouldn't ever be the focus. You shouldn't, that shouldn't, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. look to get into marketing for money because it's 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 not the it's not the thing unless you want to be and go, go and be an influencer and you know flash your, flash your bum your on OnlyFans. <laughs> then then do that, you know. But, but other than that, you'll struggle.
1: Yeah, it's it, No, it's, it's definitely people. I think get into it for the fun of it. But, uh, yeah, 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 you know, and there's two sides to it. Well, there's also it a lot of hard work not it. It is fun, but it is a lot of hard work as well.
0: Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. But you got to enjoy it, right? It's just to, that's that's the thing. It's the biggest thing, I think. I love. It. I still love it ten years later. I mean, I get pissed off. I hate clients and staff wind me up, but the actual creative work, I love. Absolutely love it, and I, I always have, always will.
1: So, what what was your roots? Uh, what
0: was your beginnings in marketing? Uh difficult one really, mate. I, I mean, I've done all sorts. I basically, I basically failed about six businesses before this and I, I've done all sorts of really random shit. But the one thing that was, um, that was consistent throughout all those, all of those, uh, businesses that I was able to sell these shit, shit products and, 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 you know, even get them into some big corporates and things, and into stores and all sorts of stuff um, through my ability to market, and not only market, but my ability to like uh, craft email campaigns that that, that got a lot, a lot of open rates and people reacting to them, whether badly or or well. I didn't really give a shit, but um, and it was the same with um, with anything else with my market. I, I I could always write in a way that uh, um, drove people to act in a certain way, whether that's make a purchase or get in touch, whatever it is, right. Um, and and the way that I did it, um, obviously as you can tell, probably wasn't as as PC as as most people. Um, and because I had no formal education in it, I was just I was just flying by the seat of my pants trying to figure things out. Which I think I think is the best thing in marketing. By the way, is, is trial and error. That's so why. Do think, at, yeah, so do you, you think? Learn, you learn from learn those through trial and error. Yeah.
1: From those um, businesses, you kind of learn what idea was a good idea and what was a bad idea yeah. and you yeah. know without that exactly be the maybe was that? more difficult now to you know really know
0: what can work yeah yeah exactly that mate exactly that and it's um it's it was just from there then i think you know i, I went on linkedin started writing some dodgy articles and taking a piss out of people's profile pictures and all sorts of stuff and and then um which you can't do anymore i don't think i think you get kicked off for that as well but um the uh, after a while, a few companies started getting in touch and saying, "Oh, I won't mind. Um, you know, I won't mind uh, you writing for us." And I just, I, I, I've, I've been freelancing for, for people for ages, and I just started writing ads then, and and, um, and gradually built it up until the point where I thought, you know what, fuck this, I might as well open an agency. Yeah. So yeah. Agency.
1: the process of opening an agency—that's a, that's a big, big, big thing yeah. to us. Like, mm. how does
0: that? How does that go
1: down? Yeah. Do you have to talk to.
0: Um, just don't 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 do it like we did it. I mean <laughs> I'll tell you the story of how we did it because I can now. Le- legally we can't get sued anymore. But right. um we were I, I I was working in a in a um, uh, a startup as their head of B2B content. And um and I was there for about two years, something like that. And then um when eventually I decided I'm I'm gonna open this agency, they were like, Oh no, no, no. Don't you know, don't leave, don't open this agency, do it here, do it here. You've opened businesses before, you know how hard it is on your own. We'll fund you. We'll, you know, we'll we'll, we'll give you a bit of cash uh, as as a wage and whatever, um, and then we'll 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 um, we'll kind of grow it together. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty good because it is fucking tough on your own, but you know, being a um, a founder. Um, and I, so I started that business within there, and that's when I met um, Dino, my, my business partner, because he started as um, head of sales um, for uh, for for the same business. Um, or, or head of agency sales, like it was, because he worked in employer branding before an employer branding uh, agency. Um, and I thought, right, this this guy's pretty switched on. He likes to drink as much as I do. Let's be business partners. Yeah, you can sell, I can't sell, but I'm good at marketing. No, he's not necessarily that good at marketing. So, um, and what happened then was uh, we we entered the pandemic, and this startup uh, suddenly discovered that it was it was was struggling, uh, as many were. Uh, and we weren't struggling, and we uh, and they ended up um, basically making out our making our contracts uh, well, making them a pile of shit. Basically, all, everything they promised us was nonsense. Um, the percentages they promised us was, was nonsense, um, and they were trying to cut our wages so that they could fund their own wages, which was mental. Huh. So we, um, rather than do things properly, me and Dean just decided, right, fuck it, we'll, we'll leave, and we uh, <laughs> we took all the clients with us, um, and we ended up with a with. A, A solicitor after us, or a lawyer after us, for uh, and they were on six grand a day. We know that because they tried to charge us the legal fees afterwards. The only problem is, is uh, this lawyer um, on six grand a day couldn't do anything because she she was emailing me going, you know, basically you need to hand over everything, all the intellectual property, everything you built for Offended, this whole brand, and um, you need to hand it over right away, and uh, otherwise we'll take you for everything you've got. And I, I was emailing back going, I mean, that, that's fine. You'll have to take us for everything we've got then. I mean, bear in mind, I've got a high Hyundai i20 and a PlayStation 4. So good luck to you. I don't even think that's worth six grand. <laughs> so, um, so um, you know, this uh, eventually they, they they gave in and we ended up um, being able to buy our own company. So we built our own company within a company and right. then we had to buy our own company off that company. So basically what I'm trying to say is never build an agency that way because it's a fucking ball egg. Um, yeah, so that, we didn't build it the traditional way, but I suppose that's offended, that's the story of offended, it kind of fits in with everything we've done. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we had to buy our own business back, basically. Um, and, and, and yeah, and then we, we had to, we, once we built it back as well, we had to build our clients back up and, and build the team back up as well, because we basically lost everything.
2: But I think that shows like yeah. resilience and like, pushing through, which is like, very good. Yeah, for, for like the yeah, especially. yeah.
1: And, and that was really recently, and in that time, it seems like you've already, mm. Yeah, on the come up,
0: even with that difficulty, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, we were very lucky. I mean, we're two year, only two years in, but we're very lucky um, in that we managed to uh, get a company called Entain on very early. Now, Entain are um, a uh, the umbrella company that owned Ladbrokes, Foxy Bingo, all those people, um, and basically they, they contacted us once, and they, were, they used to be called G V C. right? And um, and I got an email through. And I thought, I don't know, we should get loads of leads through. And I, I was like, I don't know who GVC are. I'll get back to them. As usual, this is why I'm shit at sales. This is why I needed Dino. Um, As usual, I just ignored it. Um, and then he emailed like a third time. And um, and I said to Dino, I was like, oh, this fucking guy keeps emailing me about content. I said, like, GVC or so much. Check him out. So He checks him out. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, why? He's like, have you, have you seen who these guys are? I was like, no, walked over and the share price is on top of the screen. It was fucking humongous and we scrolled down it's like old lad brooks so on all this thing and, I was, and he was like mate it's like fuck me like you've just basically there's a guy from uh one of the the biggest uh gaming and entertainment businesses in the world chasing us for content and you fucking ignored him um but we we, we basically we basically ridden their coattails all the way to all the way to the bank and now you know we've worked with um people like n26 over in over in berlin we've worked with um, you know, uh, signed Animal Trust recently. You know, we've 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 done work. Um, uh, you know, for sex apps, charities, all sorts of shit, and we and we have a steady stream of clients, mostly on retained work. And uh, honestly, don't don't underestimate. There's a lot of people online right nowadays. All these fucking influencers on Instagram and, and, and TikTok telling you that you make your own look and all that. I mean, it, it's nonsense, right? Look, yeah. look plays a part in any success. We've been lucky. We've been lucky. There's a lot of businesses that weren't lucky in the pandemic and, and they fucked it. Um, and there was a lot of carnies. There's, there's, there's still a lot of people recovering from it. So don't get me wrong. I, I, I know how privileged we are being where yeah. we are. Um, but at the same time, it's taken a lot of hard work.
2: Yeah, yeah. of course. It doesn't come yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah you, sort, you sort of do need to make your... You have to make your you own, know, own if okay. you Yeah, if you don't get yourself out there and, and try, then mm. nothing's gonna happen, Yeah. It?
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly.
1: Um, another thing that I saw that was really funny oh, yeah. is the rapture, yeah.
0: the diss track, yeah,
2: the diss
1: track. And also, oh, yeah. I saw yeah. that your page, you've got the Gallagher's in the background. You got a guitar. Yeah. Did you have some influence yeah. from the Gallagher's? Is that? Um,
0: we just we just love them, mate. We are, yeah. Well, well, saying that, I'm not, I'm not too keen on Noel anymore, really. But but certainly Liam, me, me and Dino, uh, you know, he's like he's like our hero. You know, I've, I've been to see Oasis three times. Dino's been seeing even more than that. You know, it's, um, their whole, their whole attitude. Um,
1: well, there's narratives on there. Between. Yeah,
0: people, people hated them at first, but, but I think that just, um, you know, being that brazen, being that uh, confident in your own abilities. And, and also what people don't, don't realize is, is people like that a lot of the time, that's not actually necessarily their real selves or, or, or their fully authentic selves. They are playing an act as yeah. part of building a brand
1: yeah, which is what right. we're
0: doing. Which is what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I am sometimes a bell in the line on purpose, and it's not necessarily, um and I will raise issues that I'm not really that asked about, just because I know what I'll get reaction. Um, and and sometimes you sometimes you have to do that to build the other brand because this is the thing that this is the thing as well that I, I disagree with. This all this fucking thing, stuff about authenticity online, right? But let's say you're let's say you're a fucking Wall Street person or, or some big business bod, right, who's walks around in a three-piece suit, going into boardrooms, patting your old white mate's arses and laughing about fucking women or something, right, um, and, and then on the weekend, you you know, you, you, you smash a load of beak and, 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 and get pissed out your face and, and nail a few prosies and go to a few strip clubs, right,
1: yeah.
0: um, but then on LinkedIn, you're this fucking, um, you're, not, you're never going to be authentic, are you? Yeah. Yeah. to build your business it's impossible, it's impossible. That, that, that person's never authentic honest. no one's ever truly their authentic selves because it doesn't actually work and also if you're authentic as a marketer if you're authentic as a marketer you will only appeal necessarily to one set of people or one group of people that understand who you are and can relate to you what good marketers do and particularly good copywriters is they're able to relate to multiple groups of people so it yeah. means that I can get I can basically get in your shoes get in your head and I can write in a way, even though I don't know you and I, I've ne- maybe never been in your shoes, I can do enough research to write in a way that you think I am like you and that you will then relate to what I'm saying and potentially buy a product. That's what, that's what good copywriters are able to do and they're able to do that across the board. So authenticity is a bit a bit bollocks. I think when people say, I think people are sometimes shocked. In fact, they're often shocked when, when, when we meet because some, some people go, oh, you're actually pretty <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're, oh, you're not a bell end?" Do you know what I mean? I think well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm being a bellend the bit because I said, I, if I be a bellend, I know it brings money into the bank. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why I do it. Do you know what but I mean? I I, mean,
1: I don't know what sort of people are saying that, but to me, it it doesn't it doesn't feel like that at all. It's more of like, mm. it's more attractive because yeah,
2: I'm, I feel yeah. like oh, this guy understands like young culture and it's almost like more cheeky yeah. and not like it's not like you're being a dick. But it's just more being a bit like cheeky and I'm poking it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 glad, glad, I'm glad you guys, guys recognize that. that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. It's mostly, don't worry, it's mostly old people. And I also get told <laughs> off to say, call them old people. Apparently you can't call them old people anymore. They're old. <laughs> so, <laughs> why not? It's, it's factually correct, isn't yeah. it? That is what they are. The reverse, <laughs> the reverse young, you know Yeah, I see. mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. mostly old the most people. who you have a go at me. I don't know what, you know, it's what it is. Saying so, no, that I am getting on a bit. But <laughs> so what was the story behind the rap song? Because oh, yeah. it really made us laugh. The, the, was that the, the marketing <laughs> rap song?
1: Oh, was yeah. there multiple was the ones? The marketing one. The mar- it, I think, think it, it was Switch, one. Which one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. the one. Yeah, the one where I dyed my hair blonde and, uh, and Dino was twerking was in the background. that one? I think it was that one. Uh, I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I mean the marketing one, the one where I was complaining about marketing and the state of the industry. I mean, I don't know why I did that. I wrote a rap uh, one day and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, one of our videographers, I was like, fancy filming this and getting me and Dino in it? And Dino was like, why am I in it? I was like, just fucking get in it. It yeah. it'd be funny. You've yeah. um, got to be involved. And uh, we, we filmed that. that that's filmed. If you, look at, if you look at that and you look at the state of the office and that, I'm sat on a toilet, I think, at the start of it, which is a fucking state as well, right? That was our first office, right? And this is how much money we didn't have when we first, I mean, why we decided to open an office in the middle of a pandemic, I don't know. Because no one's going to go to it. So we basically <laughs> had this little room in this art studio. No. Yeah. The, the window wasn't shut, so no. pigeons kept getting in. And, um, and it was just it just stunk a piss. We got some I'm pretty sure this guy was fucking must have been blind in one eye. The guy who painted the room, because it was terrible <laughs> um it it It, it was all sounds uh, like soundproof room for a recording studio I think we were in um so you couldn't hear anybody outside um so if people were outside out there robbing our equipment. we wouldn't have noticed um and it was just yeah, it was carnage but but it, it's if you look at where we've come from that to where we are now um you know I, i'm I'm quite proud of it. Yeah, quite proud of it. We are, I mean, I, it's lucky we moved from that office actually because I think our um, one of our most valuable uh, valuable members of staff, uh, our design and brand manager, threatened to leave if we didn't. So, so I think that's why we were like, right, we better get a, better get a better office. Um, but, but yeah, it was filmed in there. It was it was a, a weird time. It was mid pandemic. Uh, we were all just a bit feeling a bit weird, and a bit pissed off at the marketing industry, and we we just yeah, we just wrote a rap about it, yeah. which went, went down well. I mean, I watch it back now, and I, you know. I, I go instantly red and sweat a bit, but but yeah, it was it was fun at the time. But it's it it's such good.
1: a it's so interesting to me because if you were to pitch that to someone, if like if you were hearing that oh a CEO is going to do a rap, you know this and other marketing yeah. stuff, you would think yeah. mm, that's that's <laughs> not going to go well. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's it the a, fact that some yeah.
2: fun gone. Also, they didn't have like it wasn't like the, like the classic like person who doesn't rap who raps where they're like hey it's me. I'm at the agency, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I had like actual like I quite like some of the bars in there as well.
0: I had like a good flow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, blog, like, yeah good, I mean, like good subject matter as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. I've never write, see, I've never done a rap before, but I, d- I write a lot of poetry. I've always wrote poetry, that's that's where I started writing. Um and I thought, yeah, rap, it's just it's just a poem innit. Yeah, I'll same time, but different. So have you yeah, it's quite I good. Thought. Did that lead into like copywriting stuff for you or? Um, honestly, I've just always wanted to, be a, wanted to be a writer. So, so before before I I, I did this, I actually uh, I wrote um, I, I wrote a few novels, a couple of novels, um, and one of them. Uh, I mean, I've got I've got another one that's uh, in, in feel the free pipeline. to plug them. Yeah. <laughs> you boss <bought> that? Feel <laughs> free to plug them. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, show, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they're fucking little they rubbish. I mean, when I was younger, I wrote one called um, Shukalamalar and the Assassin or something. Which was for, I don't I, I, I don't know whether I was taking too many drugs in uni or somewhere I don't know something but but the um this uh it was about um <coughs> it was about a guy who was who was just fucking a bit mentally tapped uh who had an onion onion salad tape to his belt who he, who he had conversation with anyway nonsense um and then the second one was um called a uh, soap which was super old age pensioners which was about um. It was basically what happens to, old, uh, to to superheroes when they get old. And it was just a, basically an old folk song full of superheroes just all fucking frying each other with laser eyes and all sorts of stuff. But again, shite. Um, so, yeah. I mean, so, so I'd always wanted to be a writer. But then, uh, you know, any 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 kind of failed writer um, is is probably going to go into marketing, aren't they? I think we're all just failed. <laughs> I think we're all just failed writers. Uh, but, yeah. Always love writing, mate. Always love writing.
1: So I saw you've got a, a book called... Fucking good content, and this is fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. What are those ones about? So um, the first one, the first one. I mean, I, it's called uh, fucking good content, but ironically, it's not. Um, it, we, um, I wanted to, t- to test the f- a theory on them. So, so there's a lot of people who self-publish books and then put them on a, a platform like Amazon, and then get an Amazon bestseller, and then go around calling themselves a bestseller. When in reality, it's probably all about fucking
1: Have you seen? Was, was it um, Max Fosh? Um, some a YouTuber did a video on that, and just I think he just got his friend to like write a bunch of. It was like a primary school teacher well, or something. That or like the comments, or like mm. you just use the comments, Comments, just, like, something like that, and uh, just put it in a book and showed how easy it was to get Amazon bestseller. Yeah. in a day. Yeah.
0: Well, Mike, when it Mike Winnet did the same. If you look at Mike, when um, I'm on Vamo with him, but he did the same. He did, he wrote a, he, did, he did a blank book and got that to bestseller. Um, but before before they'd done all that, I just thought I'm going to see if I can do it, and I wanted to see if I could write how many how many books I could sell just based on building an audience. Um, if I wrote it over a weekend. So I wrote this book over a weekend. From so from first word on page to a badly designed cover by me uh, on, on, on Amazon was, was a weekend. Uh so about twenty hours oh, wow. or something like that. fingers. Yeah. Uh, and, and Was that a late night or it, just uh, not not really. I mean it's um, most nice. if you if you look at it, it's mostly stick figures. With a couple of bits of advice thrown in. It's just taking a piss out of people. <laughs> yeah. Um it's um and and, and I I, I don't oh, think you spell check it, mate, and people were going people going in some of the reviews, the guy, you know, the guy's a writer can't even spell, uh, and he's singing, I was like, you fucking bought it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so the, um, the uh, anyway, yeah, so I wrote it in 20 hours, what to see it do, and I, I, and I mean, at last count, we were, we, we were over, we over 8,000 copies. Wow. And what, 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 what was really interesting about that book was not the shit that's in it, but we put this book out, and we got some of our biggest leads through from them reading that book. Not, not you it know. More, I mean, we got more, we got better quality leads from that book than we did from any market we've ever done.
2: Well, I guess which that is, goes, which is really weird. Yeah, but I guess that kind of goes into what we were saying earlier, like about, uh, about the network and the power of that, and how yeah. like, getting that community together. Exactly. To well, like exactly. if you're part of that community, what well, can step your foot in those shoes, then yeah. it shows. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. Well, that's that's the thing with it. Isn't it? If you if you can build an audience um and you can gain the trust of a group of people uh and you can consistently do that especially the, the longer you do it the more the more embedded they are as an audience then yeah, i think you can sell anything i might. Like, i'm 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 considering fucking launching a launching a brand of you know sex toys i might do it see how many I can sell yeah you know you can sell anal beads my little <laughs> You know, something, something like that, I don't know. I'll, t- I'll test it, I'll test the theory, lads, see how, so how much we can get away with. Do you feel yeah. that
1: once you once you sort of crack the, you know, the, the things that it takes to sell something, do
0: you feel like you could yeah. almost sell anything? Or
2: is, um, what's the limits?
0: I, yeah, potentially. I mean, I, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you have some really, really good products out there that are really, really valuable that um, never see the light of day. Yeah. You know, I, I've had a few mates who've created businesses now I thought that's fucking fantastic, and it's gone non- nowhere. Yeah, it's gone nowhere because you've got poor poor, poor market behind it, and the and the brand they built just doesn't speak to anybody, right? Exactly. Well, people that say it's all about products are idiots. Um, and then the, the the weird uh the other weird thing is how many how many products at the top of the tree at the top of industries do you see that are just fucking shoddy? They're built badly. They, 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 you know, they, they're not consistent, they break. Um, but their marketing, their brand is just, is, just, is just huge. I mean, a lot of techies will tell you that, that about Apple. I mean, I personally yeah. love Apple, but I'm, I'm a simple bloke and I like an easy user interface, I don't like mucking about. But um, there's a lot of techies and a lot of my techie mates will tell you that Apple's shit, it's just a shit product with absolutely brilliant marketing. Um, so I, I, and I think, I think to a reasonable extent, you probably can sell anything if you can build the right brand about it, uh, around yeah. it, so, so long as there's an audience for it, or you, you've got the ability to create an audience, can create a need, um you, you probably can to a reasonable extent sell those things. Because
2: that's yeah. something similar to like the whole uh TikTok trend of like dropshipping, and how people now yeah. are like, yeah. jumping on that, selling like random lamps they get from AliExpress, sure, yeah. like, marketing on TikTok, and then yeah. skyrocketing sales.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly 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 and people people are weird aren't they, they Buy buy anything i mean I'm, i've been watching love island recently with, with with the missus yeah keep saying i don't like it but i'm, I'm fully into it now <laughs> um <laughs> and, and then and then yeah, and i always gosh. think at the start them fucking love island products at the start i think the other merch i think which oh, dickheads are buying that yeah. why why would i want a love island water bottle That's well, like, people yeah, buy some it. People they must do. be buying it yeah yeah they must be buying it yeah,
2: yeah. they'll walk around town and be like oh was on the show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the didn't see yeah. it think,
1: I think it's the, that demographic, the, 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 like, the real like, young people watching it as well. They're so into yeah, it. Yeah.
0: I guess yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, you're, like,
1: you're, yeah. you end up like idolising, it, So you want to be
0: like your idols. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. bad. I mean, me and Dean are going to, a, going to a, a shoot with Ladbrokes in the Philippines on Friday. So we go to the Philippines for two weeks. Um, so I might get, a, might get a Love Island case. One of them white cases that we got. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> Just for a laugh. Like, ironically, yeah. though.
2: That could be good. like that'd be quite good, like probably like didn't yeah. yeah. be
0: like one next career journey, entering yeah. <laughs> in the villa. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be good.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: And we're talking about TikTok then as well. It's mad yeah, how like yeah. the growth of TikTok in the past since lockdown. And yeah. uh, are you guys on? Are you guys doing stuff around TikTok or what?
0: Uh, so, so uh, we we weren't. We weren't um, because um, most, most of what we were doing was B2B. And, and for a long time, I couldn't see the angle for B2B. So the problem with a lot of B2B clients and big clients is they want results here, guaranteed straight away. Because TikTok's so wide open for, for organic reach, but also meaning that you could end up anywhere... Um, it, it it I couldn't see the correlation between that and results straight away to be able to f- f- thread it in, and I didn't understand it enough, which shows I'm getting old. Right, but now we've got younger people, um, coming into the business. We've started looking at, at it and taking it seriously for clients and building out, you know, little uh, or starting to build out little TikTok strategies and for ourselves. So we've we do have we do have videos launched on TikTok soon. Um, we're doing um, we're doing a, a basically a business. Page, but it's like um, it's like for for supposed to be for kids teaching kids about business, um, uh, via like uh, a, a bit of a you know like um the BBC when they got celebrities reading out kids books
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: like Harry Styles reading out kids books and whatever else it's like that. Um, only the twist is it's not for kids because there's, there's drugs references in there and sex references and all sorts of shit. It's just rinsing influences. It's rinsing all these fucking, look at me, I've got a Mercedes on finance on LinkedIn. Uh, it's, it's rinsing all these entrepreneur get up at 5am idiots. You know, it's, it's just, it's just basically trying to pretend that we're teaching kids, but it's just a dig at everyone really. Um, and we've, so it's, ha- it's, half, it's half filmed of me reading it and then there's the, the, the main bit in, in the middle is anima- animated. So it's actually an actual animated kids show with my voiceover. So we, we, we're gonna see how that goes. Yeah, how that different. sounds sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. I, I mean, the amount of-
2: It's going like, got have you thinking as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which seems like a lot of work. Um, yeah. Because we've been looking for jobs recently um, you know, yeah. fresh out of uni, obviously, and the amount yeah. of jobs I've seen posted that are just TikTok content creator, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, there are tons,
0: there are tons. It's a, it's a new, and it's a new world, and I think people just have to embrace new shit. And but, but this is the advice I'll give though: is to, to people, but embrace new shit, right, because it, it's got massive potential. But don't forget the old shit as well. I can't be dealing with people that say that stuff's dead. Like, so, so people have been saying for years, yeah. for instance, po- postal's dead, right? Well, it's not. Everyone's still got a letterbox, and actually, nowadays, nowadays as well, um, no one's spamming people through the post anymore.
2: Yeah, and but when, also because
0: people are getting less letters, that tells me that there's a, an opportunity there for people to try yeah, it. Again. Yeah, because we, like we've had some pretty, that. so we've had some pretty, pretty good success with. Uh, we had a tech business once, and we did a load of fake Sega Mega Drive games and and posted them out and they got loads of leads from that and it's you know and, and I always give the example that's uh, you know of uh, you know if you're a butcher and you're struggling to sell around your local area then then you know print your print your web address on a sausage um, and and stick it through people's letter boxes and post a card in it. says so something like thought we I thought, thought we'd, we'd post something meet me through your flaps and yeah. people, people not like it but well, you get a lot of reactions right there's loads of things you do you think outside the box you could do yeah. posting's not dead Twitter's not dead I've seen Mike when it's had a lot of success on Twitter you know just there's there's nothing's truly dead you just shit at it that's the difference
1: yeah
2: yeah you've know? got to think around outside the box and how you can
0: exactly work exactly.
2: around that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's see if someone uses it
2: when they listen to this. Decided to deliver my sausage through your back doors.
0: <laughs> yeah, possibly through the back door, yeah. See that see? see that?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. What's one of your what's one of your uh funny like Oh, the vegan one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, tell them about your So we have to advertise vegan foods to non vegans basically. But yeah, we did this campaign. Yeah, together, yeah. yeah. We. So we did like a joint campaign, You're and for one right. of them, it was like uh, the stereotypical like gym lad who's like, oh, there's not enough protein. Uh, so the insight yeah. was like, being healthy and getting into shape isn't a dick contest, so put your meat away. So that was like, nice. <laughs> so, <whole> yeah. <laughs> <back. laughs>
0: nice, I like it. That's, that's good. That's
2: clever. That's yeah, clever.
1: we entered it into chips. So awards, what was but too that's good. Too
0: man. That's good. So, yeah. so 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 <laughs> so what so I'll take it you are you guys what are you guys trying to specialise in something. You're gonna specialise in, in, in ad writing for instance, you're gonna specialise in copywriting you're gonna do go, go down the design and visual route. What's your what's your plan?
1: Well that's kind of the thing with this podcast because uh we just did advertising as a course. So it's really broad. It's yeah. is very broad. And also yeah. to me yeah. in a way feels slightly it it didn't always keep up with some of the social stuff that's going on. You know, we're being taught by yeah, yeah. older people, and it traditional was traditional way kind of thing. Yeah, it was very much the traditional side of advertising. So we're
2: trying to like yeah, yeah. break out of that and see what break out of that but, work out what it is. Yeah, I don't for yeah, yeah. for me personally, I think like better in like visual, like in like video kind of format. Like I'll think of yeah, like a yeah. story, and then for like a poster or a billboard or something like that, I will kind of think of like yeah. a yeah. screenshot from a scene and tr- like make it from there. But I find it easier yeah, to go through yeah. like, a, like a video story kind of format in my head.
0: Nice. Nice. That's good. No, I'd, say, I'd say advertising and marketing have slightly different de- definitions. But advertising sits within marketing. Um, uh, marketing is more like the wider strategy. I'd say I'm more of a creative and more of an advertiser than I am a marketer. Because as, as a creative agency, we fit in just one part of the process. We refuse to do media buying. We refuse to, um, you know, we'll build channels organically, but I'm not interested in fucking chucking 20 grand at a, a billboard campaign. If you want to do that, we'll create your creative for it. That'll make your, your money go further. But, uh, you know, in terms of like the actual market strategy and things, uh, it's not something we're interested in. We're just creative. Um, and uh, But advertising for me is is about the way you speak to an audience and, and about if someone puts budget behind something, is it going to make their money go further? And what can you say that's clever because that's the other thing as well. There's all of fucking rules everywhere as well. I quite enjoy the fact that there are rules everywhere because it means if you you know so uh, they can be broken di- di- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, only if you can get around them. You're a clever a advertiser, advertiser, advertiser right? right? If you can get to, yeah, if you can break the rules by being by outsmarting the fucking rule book. We managed to get um we managed to get a cum pot uh, a pot of cum in an advert <laughs> on Facebook <laughs> and in- Facebook and Instagram, right? Wow! And we did it. We did it because the um, the client at the time said to us, uh, the brief was, um, you know, we, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to get more creatives on our recruitment app. So we want more creative juice, basically. And our, my ad just went, right, creative juice, fine. So we just got a compot with a, a hand with a glove on it. And on the compot, it said creative juice. <laughs> uh, and then oh, it, just said, it just said That's on the advert, goodness. it said, uh, we're looking for more creative juice. Uh, download our app to donate now. <laughs> um, and people, uh, people were really confused by it because they thought it was a sperm donation ad the The people at Facebook and Instagram obviously thought it was a sperm donation ad because they just clicked to prove, um. But it, in reality, it was a recruitment ad, um. Just, just looking for creatives, uh. But I, no, I, I absolutely love it. I think, I think what you're doing here, lads, is 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 really good. It's not been done. It's something that I'll continue listening to. Um, it's a bit different. Um, and and I mean, I I started my when I when I one of my original companies was was um, a job app for. Um, young people getting into into jobs and it was just no CVs, no applications, no nothing it was just, you had to submit a, just a one minute video on, on, on why you, what you wanted to do and why you wanted to do it um, uh, very basic but I'm, I, I've always been been really passionate about young people going into jobs because there's, there's raw talent everywhere, and particularly in a creative industry where it doesn't matter your level of, of education, you know, unfortunately you know, uh, it doesn't matter your age it doesn't matter, all that matters is the way that you think and that you're prepared to um, con- constantly evaluate yourself and what you do. The best marketers don't sit there and go, I know how to do this now, so I'm never going to fucking change it. They go, they constantly every day Because anyone, I'll tell you what, anyone who calls them on mar- themselves a marketing expert is talking fucking nonsense. This is an industry that you're not, you, can't, you can never be an expert in because how can you be an expert in something where things change so much day to day? When, when, when I'm doing one thing this day and then the platform changes the rules the next day, i'm no longer an expert in one day that's all it took uh, you know be, 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 being an expert uh, is just impossible in this industry and you know, I think the, the, the people that accept that and the people that are constantly striving to improve themselves and look to do new things and think outside the box and try things that have never been tried before, no matter how risky they're the ones that will succeed and, and and young younger people um you know without sounding ageist, are more primed to do that because they're not a set in the ways. It's the truth. Yeah.
1: And maybe better at adapting as well. Um, yeah. You know, they're still learning. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, exactly.
0: Yeah, and old people are fucking- well, Also,
2: the times are yeah. always changing. Yeah. Yeah, Well. Yeah. that's exactly it, isn't it?
0: Yeah. If you've got oh, what's a
2: campaign possible? that you thought would, would have succeeded the most, but may not have lived up to your expectations?
0: Uh, what's the campaign that, we, that we've done that's- um, Oh, good question. But it's not done as well. Uh, well. You know what we've done some. We've done some pretty. Um, the, the, the thing you'll get about with corporates, right? Corporate businesses, is, um, their some of their audiences don't necessarily want you to push boundaries as much as you could. For instance, with a startup or something that's aimed at a younger audience, right? If you're so, for instance, with Ladbrokes, we did some pretty impactful. Um, uh, stuff uh, for Pride, for instance, and for the LGBTQIA plus community, right? with Some pretty impactful stuff. Some, 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 some uh, amazing poems. Um, and they they that campaign didn't do as I mean they loved it and it got it submitted for a few awards, but that to me means fuck all because I'm the only thing I'm interested in. Not whether the client loves it and the fucking uh, you get an award for it. I'm interested in whether the audience love it and whether it's fucking blows up. That that's what that's true success for me as a marketer. Right, as a creative, right, um, and 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 they didn't do as well, and I, and I, I'm not sure what what the reasons for that are, because uh, they to me they were impactful, and everyone that I showed them to, they were impactful, and um, but I do wonder whether uh, it could be two reasons. Number one, the audience of a huge corporate is mostly made up of older corporate people. That's not to say all older corporate people, you know, are against um, you know um, gay rights or anything like that. It's just to say. That maybe they're not as interested in in that change as as, as maybe you know younger people are. Um, so that, that could be one reason. The other the other reason that I suspect it could also be is when you've got a massive brand and a massive corporate, people naturally don't trust big huge companies. The bigger you get, the less you trust them, right? And that's just that's just the reality of it. You can you know, you can have as many followers as you want, right? But if when you know, like, like for instance, you were, what was I fucking watching the other day? I think it was like dove and it was something to do with it was some sort of charity case and a dove adverb i remember watching it thinking i don't buy it i don't buy it lads I buy. i'm looking at you thinking soap and better change the world you just be you're doing this corporate social responsibility and piggybacking on something to, to make more money right and that's maybe that was maybe my worry there and, and i think maybe my my thing is are people looking at a huge brand that own lad and going you don't really give a fuck about pride like this is just this is just a box ticking exercise, which I suppose it does. Look, even though the people behind it, for instance, my team that created it, actually do give a fuck. Does it look to their external audience like they actually give a fuck? And, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So maybe that's why it bombed. You know, keep keep doing what you're doing, lads. I think I think you're doing exactly the right thing. Exactly the right thing. You know, we we it's it's people like you that we look for, people like you that we hire, people who, who are doing stuff off their own back trying to be different yeah. you know trying try, try, try to stand one. out that's, and honestly that, that's that's what it takes people nowadays are, i think are a little bit expectant and expect things to be given to them you, you, nothing's ever given you've got you got you got to get out there and try something different and people will notice and it's worth it in the end as well it's worth it in the end as well create, create your own path find your people like don't just get a job people just who sit there applying for jobs you, you, your chances of finding your people are slim if you start doing stuff like this and talking to people who, who who you get and who get you and get what you're trying to do, you're more likely to find an employer or an opportunity that suits you as a person. I think it's the it's the right way for, for for anybody to do it now. We've got all these platforms now that we can create content on and do all this amazing stuff. If you want to find a job, start 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 building your own channel and start, you know, start getting yourself out there and you'll you'll find them. Those opportunities will come. Happen happen for me. I'm yeah, like proven of not, of not needing
1: no. uh... Like any, not needing to necessarily go to uni or anything like that. Yeah, there's we, ways around round. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of what we noticed. Like coming out, we were like, "Oh, yeah. actually, there's other people out there that have got all these things that they built up themselves and might not have gone to uni." We sort of, yeah, yeah. You know, the assumption is at school and all of that, you go to uni and then bomb straight away, going to get a <laughs>
0: job. And then we were like, "Ah, shit, that's not going to yeah, happen, is it?" Yeah, <laughs> well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah, honestly, fellas, at least you've done a decent degree. I did fucking politics. Uh, Honestly, I mean, yeah. Why?
1: Yeah.
2: Why?
0: And but maybe, got that's, maybe that's maybe that's got got some, for no reason.
1: Like merit in how you you know understand the rules and know how to break them, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I did do I did my I did one of my one of, a presentation in my third year on them um, called "Why You Shouldn't Vote," and that didn't go down well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I've always been doing something like that, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right, maybe that's where I'll learn how to, how to break rules And
1: then there's like behavioural change as well in like behavioural economics, which I don't know if that mm. slightly crosses over into politics yeah. as well. Well, I get so, your foot into the yeah, and
2: yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah. Kind of related. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I spent most of my student loan opening a gym, <laughs> uh, one of our many failed businesses, um, and just going in, you know, going going into the occasional, very occasional seminar and getting annoyed at all the people's views. <laughs> that was Basically, my uni experience, man. So you know.
1: There. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been
1: amazing to have you on. Yeah. That's uh, an hour now, I think. So maybe no, we'll props. call there it you there. On the nice but day. you <laughs> had so much to say, and it was really inspiring. And never know, maybe we'll have cool. you back on if series we two. Yeah, because it's a series 100%. Two and we, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it properly. Probably series two. I'll, you
0: know, I'll, I'll, I'll come nice. down and see you, and we'll. Oh, so yeah, yeah, or we we'll we'll you, know, you, you can come up towards. You know, yeah. we've got all the equipment. We'd love stuff, to have so a you know, studio
1: one day, but you know, it's <laughs> certain yeah. days. Well, we've got
0: we, we 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 can get we've got all the stuff and we've got our office. So you lads are more than welcome to come and come and record at ours. that would yeah. <laughs> be that would be really yeah. cool. I might get might get Dino on next time so I can take the oh, picture. That, yeah, the program, yeah, so yeah, yeah, Have you both? on. He's yeah. I like wine and Dino. One of my favourite pastimes. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Last uh, nice one. i honestly just keep keep doing what you're doing, man. It, it's, it's, it's the starting point, but, but you never know where things will go. Yeah. The, 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 the hardest thing sometimes is just getting started, and you've already done that. So. Oh, cheers, mate. Cheers.
1: Thank you. Inspiring.
0: Thank you.